electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber along with Jim Cramer. Carl has the morning off this morning. Let's give you a look at futures as we get ready to uh, trade 30 minutes from now, of course. You can see we are looking for uh, a down open. Let's get to our roadmap. It does start with the, well, September slump for stocks, at least so far. Technology stocks heading lower once again, at least many of them. And as you saw, futures are extending losses. This after worse than expected jobless claims. Plus, there are concerns about overall economic growth. Goldman Sachs cutting in half its fourth quarter growth forecast, given it doesn't see any new stimulus in sight. And that TikTok trade, well, you can't really trade it, can you? Because it's not a public company. But ByteDance is formally seeking China's approval for a deal with Oracle and Walmart. Those are two publicly traded companies. Yes, they are, Jim. Let's talk markets. Uh, Let's start with that. You know, it's funny. I I don't know what you make of the pullback today to the extent we're going to have one or what we've been seeing in Apple lately. I keep wondering, coming back to that SoftBank option purchase that we kind of Talked about it for a day or two, and then we right. moved on. I, I, you know, a number of people have come back to Jim on me and, on it with me, Jim, and and sort of said maybe it had a bigger impact than we realized in terms of the run up. Well, you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. It, it did jack the market up in 1999 fashion, which of course you know led to 2000, 2001, which was a disaster. Uh, and it was frankly uh, unnatural. Uh, other than Zoom, almost every one of those stocks that they took up have been crushed. And uh, Apple t- you know, tested uh, down 25% on Monday. Yes. Could see it again. So, David, you're right. I mean, that kind of unnatural buying was very similar to herd buying we have seen together whenever we have uh, right before a really big sell-off. So, yeah, it was artificial, just like ni- 1987 when the Japanese would come in every morning, artificial. Uh, I'd like to know more about the trade, but I think I, you got to beat on something. That I, that I had not thought about. I really like that. Yeah, quote. no, listen, I think you're right. We need to know more. And, and unfortunately, I don't have great, great insight. I mean, they were selling puts to buy calls. They, you know, maybe it's all over and done with at this point. It's not clear that it actually did work out, given how big it But it was an enormous, enormous trade. Yeah, David, what's interesting is that they thought that the market could handle it. Like it was another generation, like it was the 90s and the 2000s. Everything is so thin. When you come in with the op- with options coming in and you come in blazing, yeah. you do a blitz, the other side of the trade just freaks out. Uh, and so what you have is you, you could just have this incredible short buy, short buy, cover, 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 that just takes it, 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 it turned into something where even without any bad earnings, because the earnings were actually pretty good. Uh, we fell apart. And I think that it didn't have anything to do with stimulus, didn't have anything to do with earnings. It just had to do with the fact that the unnatural buying could not be sustained. And now we're dealing with a September hangover. We've got a couple, couple more days. I actually think it, I use the proprietary oscillator I pay for from S&P, and it came finally. It's near five, minus five. And that t- it 
typically is historically mean you have to do some buying. So I'm there on that's my view. You have to do some buying. Okay, and you've been saying that for yeah. the last couple of days. Yeah, because it's really ugly. Monday was terrible. We retest Monday. Yeah, there's a note today, David. This is typical what I'm talking about. There's a note from Morgan Stanley about Alphabet, about Google. And they raised the price target, and they also talk pretty lovingly about the earnings and about search. But the main thing is I look it up. David, the stock's up 5%. I mean, 5%. That's not that dangerous. Good balance sheet, right? Right. Doing a lot of things right. That's not an expensive stock. Now, you would have, might have thought that, well, that must be up 20% for the year. No, we've given up a gigantic chunk of performance, both in the soft goods, the Coroxes, the McCormicks, and also in the alphabets. And yes, the uh, anything other than Zoom, the cloud stocks. The cloud stocks have been rolling over for a long time. No one talks about how awful this market has been away from tech. Look, you know, there's a note today about Wells Fargo, talking about the stagecoach maybe leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is that, like John Ford or something? <laughs> uh, holy cow. I mean, stagecoach not going anywhere except for where I can see it. I, I don't think this is a compelling buying opportunity because look at the banks. Look at the tangible book of Goldman Sachs. We're well south of the tangible book. Uh, a note this morning upgrading. Now, Jeff, this is all leading up to Jeffries, David, which, you know, better than anybody. They had a better than expected quarter. They had a great quarter. Jeffries had a very strong quarter. Records on a lot of different fronts there. Yeah. So what does that say? I mean, that's a transactional firm. It is. And and a lot of the transactional part of Goldman must be doing great. You would think so. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, I just I don't want to recommend any bank stock for look for fear of looking like a fool. But Jeffries bought a huge amount of stock at 16. You don't usually think of these brokers buying back stock. And I just think that that group is that group has to bottom uh, and we need to see Apple and Microsoft, uh, Facebook bottom, and then we're going to get an okay market. I do think we need to see some rollovers in the ones that haven't rolled over. Uh, I, I don't think that Snowflake should still be up here. I don't think that the crowd strikes should still be, should be up here. Octa's too high. Uh, but, uh, David, I don't know. People come in and buy Zoom as a default, and I question that too. Yeah. I guess you can, and you can, t- can, can continue to, given the multiple revenues that we're talking about there. It, I don't know, are we at 100 years or 50 years there, of revenues 60, now? There's 60, 60, 60 I'm yeah. actually about up 70. And then you look at something like a Nikola, and you say, Nikola, you say to yourself, well, wait a second. I mean, there was a stock that was at 80. Yeah, uh, Wedbush, they suddenly see that the light has turned from yellow to red. Yeah, And they're now good. downgrading. I always it. love a heads up like that. Yeah. You know, uh, it's 18? been a twilight zone-like few weeks for Nikola investors, they say. Yeah. Um, yeah, some highs, the flagship GM partnership. And then there's a couple of lows. I, did, uh, I didn't see your mad money um, piece on it, but I did read it yesterday. You were uh, pretty unsparing. I, I blew this one to Kingdom Come yeah, about, about 20 points ago. Well, because I didn't believe in the BP deal, which, of course, the short seller Hindenburg uh, Lakehurst, New Jersey, blew up the B- BP deal because once we didn't really blow it up, BP fi- finally realized, well, wait well, a second. Well, they may have or they may not have. I mean, from Nicola's point of view, you could say, listen, we were very close to actually getting yet another anchor of our strategy. We had the GM deal. We right. were going to get this uh, move, starting to move on these hydrogen stations in a significant way with a partner there. And we would have actually executed on the vision if not for this piece. Well, I mean, again, though, David, that truck that looked like it was going 60 Barreling down some well, interstate, but it was really just going yeah, down a hill. Going down a hill. That's now, listen, a bad, set, that's that was a bad, bad fact for BP. Uh, well, that was not a good, that was uh, not a good fact. When they is, never, I have by the way, they never machine. said it was self-propelled. I got a Bosch. In defense, uh, they never a, actually I, said it. David, Bosch is on the board. Yes, when, they are. They've got some Bosch, Bosch, Bosch dishwasher. It's a real company. They got some real companies. So doesn't on, Bosch yes. have to step off the board? Or are they just going to say, you know what? We really don't care who we're affiliated with. 
I don't know, Jim. I really, mean, listen, Stephen Gursky's a real guy, too. He's the executive. So is Jeff Ubbins. Jeff Ubbins is a real guy. But, He's David, sometimes you just get had. Yeah. Sometimes you do. Mary Barrett, did she know about the, the magical truck? I don't know what she knew or didn't know. How about Milton Trevor? Where he's been? Uh, <laughs> he's, he's in quarantine. Oh, but not related to COVID. Yeah. Stephen Gursky is a real guy. Now, you, what you really want to have is those guys come on and say, you know what? <laughs> I really screwed right. this up. But they never do that. They double down. Let's BP talk. did what? Now we're talking too much about Nikola? You want to focus? I, I, what do you I, want for jobless claims? We can talk about jobless claims. No, I'm happy to talk about whatever you want. And Darden. Focus as much I want to talk want. about Darden. I like when you focus. I don't want to talk about Darden. How about yeah. that? I don't. You know? No, I want to keep talking about speculation in this market, well, reflected in part in those shares of Nikola, which hit what, a high of 88 or 90. Did you see this thing called SBI Energy yesterday? Oh, yeah. What was that like? It, it's up, Well, isn't this California It was or a 40-fold 40, 40 increase in a day. Yeah, well, I've I mean, never seen anything quite like insisting that. insisting on, you know, we love solar. Data. It was a hemp company. It's Chinese, so your favorite. You love those Chinese oh. companies. Yeah. It was a buck. It was about to be delisted, and then they moved suddenly into EV. Well, that's good. And the that's stock the yesterday of, was up at one point. Is, is it a SPAC too? 40-fold. I'm not saying four. Four zero. Four thousand percent. Well, yeah, that's a nice gain. Uh, that's like yeah. it's like Powerball. It's like somebody won Powerball. Yeah. Right? Still and there. New Hampshire person went and to your, a And your Robinhood traders are still out there. They're still out there, Jim. Yeah, well, uh, Friar Tuck is about to, uh, well, anyway. Uh, David, here's what's interesting. Is Friar Tuck Dave Portnoy? Is that who he is? I don't know. He's doing the sports book there. Okay. You know, he's still doing stocks, yeah. and he's a resilient fellow. Uh, David, there are some calls that I thought that you were going to drive me to in terms of a speculative stock. Okay. Disney. <laughs> I mean, when you see, uh, no, I'm not kidding, when you see Needham lowering, cutting numbers by 26%, yeah. looking for a 69 cent loss, parks down 69%. David, that's not good. It's not good. Parks it's not is good. tough. We know that. We know that as well from, for Comcast. And theme parks is a tough business to be in. When in a pandemic? A park in a What's pandemic? the first yeah. pandemic? No, listen, at least they're open. People yeah, are they, are, they are open, but uh, when they you don't start have using movie the theaters Abbott. open as well. It's it, which one? St- movie theaters. Remember those? It's still yeah, that's, kind that's of an important part game. of it. Um, and then sports rights, and you know, listen, the bundle. Uh, we we know all the questions, but investors, Jim, are solely focused on one thing at Disney, and you know what it is. What, what it's direct to consumer, right? That's it. That's Why all not? they care about. Why not? Ultimate Fight Club, by the way. Do you know that's on some island somewhere? We don't know where that is in order to be able to prevent COVID. Is that what they're doing now? Yes, they're on an island. Okay. I'm not kidding. So it's an Fantasy island, island with all these ultimate fighters that? on that? Fantasy, you ever seen sure Pinocchio? It's really island. scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of Disney, right? I mean, when they, uh, they shoot a... Well, how about Thumper? How's he doing? No, I mean, Bambi's mother? Yes, Bambi. Fantasy yes. Island? This stuff yes. is too scary. I won't even watch it. Talk about Twilight Zone. I love some of these calls today, David. Okay. I'm thinking this Bed Bath Beyond call is the one. It's the call of the day. Uh-oh. Bear making a lot of big calls. Uh, foundational changes occurring. 80% of the analysts hate it, 58% short. It is a home spending opportunity, and they're calling it too hard to ignore. I like that. I mean, I like that, but I also do the other side. I like Nike coming down. There's a lot to like today. Well, Nike had a great day yesterday. They, Bed Bath, look at that. How do you like that? John Duskin got they, involved there. The Mark physical Trittin, stores are, are doing okay, or is it really just is it the digital channel for them that they have to hope? They have to put in a digital channel. Yeah, I know. That's what that. I... 
I know I'm being a little bit scattershot here, but the market's scattershot. Well, let, you know what? Let's come back to the broad market for a second, and then okay. I want to talk Apple. I mean, you did. We mentioned briefly at the very top this downgrading of the fourth quarter expectations right. by Jan Hatzius over at Goldman Sachs. Yeah. And the reason, of course, seems to be that uh, we estimate the withdrawal of fiscal support will reduce disposable income in the fourth quarter to roughly the pre-pandemic level, implying that a final round of extra unemployment benefits is currently being dispersed and nothing further is coming because we're not going to get a deal out of Congress. Uh, they go from th- 6 to 3% GDP growth on a quarterly annualized basis for the fourth quarter. Well, to, if the market just craters, uh, don't the Republicans come to the table? And President Trump doesn't want that. The more the market goes down, the more likely we have stimulus. Because he's focused on the stock market. Completely. Well, yeah, he's focused on a number of things. Well, he doesn't want the stock market to go down. No. He doesn't have a lot of firepower like, like Powell does, but he, he can come in and make a deal. With the, with the Republicans. David, the, you keep talking Apple. I, I see you, Apple, and I raise you with J-Bill. J-Bill had a better than expected quarter. They pre-announced today. What does J-Bill make in electronic manufacturing? They make Apple. Right. They make the cell phone. They're right. one of the ma- many makers. This thing is doing quite well. Meanwhile, people are selling Apple, taking it down 25%. Why? Because the, 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 uh, the chart's bad. The Do chart's you- bad, Apple. Well, it's been rare. It's been the day when you haven't liked Apple, but you certainly seem to be very positive on I've it. I've liked right it now. since two and a half. That's a good call. That, that's a very I good do call. A lot of people think I'm knucklehead on Twitter, and they're all right because I'm Jimmy Chill. Every one of those people. Like when I do the mask and I gave like a lot of money to have a mask competition, a lot yeah. of people hate that. That's a good idea to hate me for that, right? That's a, I don't know about that. I got 3M involved. Sure about that I got Honeywell involved. I got Under Armour involved, and I'm hated for that. I love that. Anyway, speaking of Twitter, did you see the move in Twitter yesterday? It did come down as the market sort of weakened as the course of the day. It was a pivotal research note, I guess. That guy, people take that analyst pretty seriously. Yeah, Twitter might have voice. Let's get, let's get Ned Siegel on. Unless you can get Jack Dorsey on. So back, all right, back to Apple for a moment. Okay. Uh, what is the thesis here in terms of why the you want to buy it right like, now? Well, okay, it, it's down 25%. Mm-hmm. It is going to have a 5G coming soon. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's not a refresh. That's a gigantic news cycle. Uh, the revenue streams for service are even better. You talk about Disney directed to, to consumer. I'm giving you the Falda director making a movie for, for uh, Apple. I, I paid my Apple bill this week. Again, I didn't know it. I'm using the credit card exclusive contact list. I, mean, I don't know. My world now revolves, my little world that's pathetic because my wife doesn't live with me anymore, revolves around this. I taught this. I, I, I play. I'm with this. By the way, we should just make it clear to people. Yeah, it sounded like, you know, it's not that's a choice based on the virus. Correct. Not necessarily. Oh, you mean like uh, that you're living separately? Yeah, it's it's a choice issue. My wife was away from me because of the there's this thing called the pandemic. Yeah. And we want to be socially distant by like 70 miles. That could work. Right. But I I talk to Siri every night. Because right. I ain't got nobody to talk you got to. got nothing. Yeah, I, yeah. No matter how late I go to bed, Siri, I can talk to her. She's yeah. fantastic. That's important, too. Yeah, she's that's polite. You just got to be polite That's a reason to, to own Apple, just because Siri can be your imaginary friend. Google, num- the price started to go up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Facebook, nothing today, but $50 billion, $50 billion op- opportunity in the shops that nobody's thinking about. All right. Amazon, I mean, really? What, is Amazon doing badly if the pandemic rages again? Of course not, but the stock is up 62% this year, Jim. Oh, okay, I'll go. What I want to do is go buy a a good steel mill, right? If you're in the market for one, I got a good one for you. We have to stay away from, hey, you want First Horizon, David? I'll give you some First Horizon. Okay, sold to you. I'll give you some truest. 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 
Truist. Oh yeah, that's that. I played. I played Truist. This uh, in, he's playing quarterback for me in fantasy. Turns out it was a bank. All right, coming up, we're going to talk. Hey, why not talk more about that TikTok deal? Plus, a lot more. We've talked a lot about movers this morning. We've hit some research, but we got a lot more. Keep it here. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGM, a leading global asset manager. ByteDance, of course, the uh, Chinese owner of TikTok, filing with uh, Beijing, with the Chinese government, for approval for that deal, for the uh, app to be at least uh, sold in part to Walmart and, of course, uh, Oracle, uh, Jim. A question here is in terms of the export of AI, which is something that is now regulated by the Chinese government, and whether or not they will say yes to this Highly unusual and, and uh, significantly structured deal. Well, it would help it, if you wanted the deal to occur. It would help for, uh, I believe, for some of the principals for Walmart, for Oracle to come out and talk about the jobs to appear on air, to make a case both for China and for this country, risk the wrath of the president for saying something about how China does okay. Oracle's now back to where it was before this happened, which is incredible because it's such a good deal for Oracle. But they're too secretive, David. Larry Ellison's too secretive. Sarah, uh, Safra Katz is too, is too secretive. Uh, Doug McMillan should come on and make the case. Uh, and everyone's f- afraid of the president, I think, even though I know that uh, Ellison's the support of the president. You don't want to come out and say, you know what, the Chinese could do okay here. This is a good deal because I think the president doesn't want to hear anything about China doing well in anything. And I think that's an obstacle. Yeah, they, they, the, the White House in some ways does seem to be trying to provoke the Chinese, and it'll yes. be interesting to see if the Chinese take that or just continue to sort of step back the way that they largely have, at least over these last, I don't know, six months. Well, this months, is since, since Mnuchin, the tensions have been ratcheted up. Think it's good for America, okay? 25,000 jobs, yeah. pretty good. And in Austin, Oracle does well, Walmart yeah. does well. I, I think that the Navarro wing just doesn't want anything good to happen to China. And I totally understand. Look, I've been a harder liner. No, you are a hard liner. But, you know, I do wonder about whether or not we're going to have this technological divergence between our country and China. I mean, it appears that that is going to be the case. And when it comes to AI in particular, which we could argue is the next significant wave and evolution right. of technology in the world, the Chinese are equal, if not ahead of us in some ways. And, that's not and by the way, this platform, I mean, people think of it as, a, as fun videos and things like that. It's AI. That's what it is. And, and the fact is that you may think of this as a game company, but it really is AI masquerading as that. No, I mean, um, and, and Jensen. Uh, and it's incredibly sophisticated artificial it intelligence. It is. And, and, and yes, I mean, that's why they use Fastly. They have to use Fastly. Fastly is the only content delivery network can actually handle all this thing. It's one of the reasons why Fastly always trades up. People don't know it, but it's, uh, Fastly is TikTok. That's how it works so well. You're so right, David. AI, as Jensen Wong would tell you, it, it, of course, the brilliant man who runs uh, NVIDIA, is, is not the future, which is what uh, Mark Benioff was saying yesterday in a great interview with Sarah and Wolf. It's now. And, we, and look, as someone who's a, I regard myself as a patriot, you can't let, AI, uh, you can't let them win AI. AI is, is now. 
And I understand the Navarro wing entirely. But I think this TikTok deal is such a big win for America. And I cannot believe that Oracle and Walmart remain silent. Well, Who are they fearing? It's not them that they need to convince. It's Beijing that needs to be convinced. Well, no, but they can point. talk about how Beijing does well, too. Right. All we hear about is Beijing's a big loser. They're a loser. And how are they a winner here? Well, it's a huge amount of money, David, versus what it would have been. Mm-hmm. By the way, Alibaba, uh, Kerry Fireson recommended yesterday. David, I think that that stock is one that we got to keep an eye on because when I look at what happened with Nike in China, the Chinese consumer spending like you wouldn't believe Chinese consumer eight percent growth. Yep. Yep. Now, I know, again, I mean, the president doesn't want to hear it. It's like, oh, who is cream? What is, why is he saying this good things about China? No, it's empirical. The numbers there are very, very good. Alibaba is very good. But it is time to be able, for someone to be able to say, look, it's okay if the Chinese win something. It's a trade war. We don't want it to be a hot war. Even I don't want a hot war. I don't want to go back to the days when Nixon's visiting China, right. stealing well, those little that things. That is the concern when among some that they're trying to provoke to the point where you get to what they say, kinetic. Is that the word? That's well, we the don't want it to be like on to the Yalu. Yeah. Um, you had Benioff on the other day talking about Ellison. Let's take a listen. Uh, you, don't, you don't want to do that now? Or you do? Oh, yeah. it was on closing Well, bell. you Sorry. meaning the generic. Yeah, like I, God, when Benioff comes wolf. on, I assume he's always on mad money. I know, it hurt he my was, feelings, I'm but that's sorry. okay. I, I bet it did. Well, It did, it hurt my feelings. Apparently, I, I texted him. You did. All right. well, I said, what are you doing on that show? He, I don't blame you. Here's what he had to say about Larry Ellison. You should never sell Larry Ellison short. Everyone in the world knows that. So, look, I don't understand everything that's going on, but, wow, I'm, I'm so impressed by seeing you know, them and everyone else make these aggressive moves because I'm mostly worried about the companies that aren't making aggressive moves. Larry Ellison is the master of relevance. You know, this is a move to make him relevant. This is so important. And by the way, he's giving you a master class in relevance. <laughs> he's so right. Look, Ellison gave, uh, of course, gave Mark his start. Uh, he, he worked for Ellison and he worked for Steve Jobs. Uh, which is pretty amazing, right? When he was a teenager, basically. But yeah, I mean, Larry's got to come on. Larry's a very compelling figure. And he, and Mark is so right. This is a transformational deal for Oracle. We got to keep this in front of us because Oracle and Walmart are huge winners, and so is the country. All right, David? David? Yeah, no, I'm listening to you. You uh, trash J&J some point today? No, I'm not going to do I that. Just I'm just making a point. Sometimes I like to counter some of your hyperbole. Hyperbole. That too. That too. All right, we got a market open about six minutes or so from now. Stay with us on CNBC. The spirit of performance defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura's been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. 
For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big-picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. All right, we get started with trading about uh, four minutes, four and a half minutes from now. You can see Accenture going to be among the laggards when we get started. And earnings miss. We had Julie Sweet on last week. We were wondering about those job cuts there, and perhaps they were looking to save some money in the wake of a revenue miss. We'll take a closer look when we come back. All right, let's uh, get to a mad dash before we get to an opening bell. Penn National Gaming. Yes, well, that is Dave Portnoy. Barstool merged with Penn National Gaming. There are 14 million shares being offered. Jay Snowden, who is the CEO, taking advantage of it, raising about a billion dollars, has like $3 billion in straight debt. He, is, he, he can pay it down in a lot of different ways. Uh, the Deutsche Bank reiterates its sell. They, they've hated it for a long time. Uh, they're no fan of Portnoy either. Uh, and then Macquarie downgrades it and just saying, oh, tough over, under, not playing until line moves. Uh, these are people who don't recognize that Sports gambling is the future, and Penn National has really kind of taken the torch from Wynn, from Las Vegas Sands, from MGM. They figured out nationwide gambling, a very, very smart company. And uh, the sports book that was unveiled this weekend was probably one of the great love sports books. You know that, uh, that Dave, is a, Dave Portnoy is very much a, um, a captivating figure. Yes. Yesterday, he was having a piece of pizza with Bon Jovi. That's interesting. Is it? Yeah. There it is. The opening bell for this Thursday at the NYSE SL Green Realty. Oh, Yeah, really? celebrating New York's newest skyscraper, 1 Vanderbilt Avenue. You know, Boy, right do we next need to that, Grand David. Central. It's a beautiful building. Beautiful building. Okay. Over at the NASDAQ engineering software provider, Bentley Systems, celebrating its IPO. That happened yesterday. Yeah, I know. Uh, the idea of new office towers... Well, maybe. Um, I don't know. You know what? You walk around our property here, a beautiful property. There's a lot of parking lots. There is something to be said for an urban office tower. Well, well only, if you to got, only if you have for parking lots. got the Honeywell mask, or you can get an S&P, David's now uh, not that good here. Uh, you need the mask. Uh, I don't re- recommend the goggles. You don't need the goggles. I wear the goggles if I'm on a plane. I, Jim, yeah. No, listen. There's no doubt that you have to be cautious. It is interesting. It's funny. I've been talking to a number of people, particularly in the investment banking community and, and leaders there, and there is a frustration with how few people are willing to come back to the office. Yeah. People, there are, leaders now want people back but in the office. They don't expect be sick. 100% I, or I've even 50. I've always opted to not want to be sick if I have the there choice There are ways to conceivably to, to do this. In a place like New York, where the positivity rate is well okay. below one, you need there the are ways Abbott to app. do this. You need the Abbott app. You, down, you take the test. takes 15 minutes. Now, why do we all not have this uh, app, and why are we not using it? Because the federal government took the first $150 million, okay? 
They have 150 million tests. My understanding is they want to use them for students to be able to figure out whether they have it so they can go back to school. Right. Very noble. That way you don't have to, if you're a single parent, you don't have to choose between staying home and losing your job and helping your kid. I mean, so the government has to do it. And then Abbott's spending hundreds of millions of dollars hiring thousands of people to make it so that we can all go to CVS, take the test, go at home, see that we are fine, and then use this to wand ourselves on the airplane to go to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I like it. I and like then anything go to that Disney can World. actually allow people to feel more positive about, uh, about getting back to life. You want to feel positive? Look at Darden. Okay. What I did will. they do? They Tell reinstated me. the dividend. Yep. They actually didn't make as much. They made more money than I thought. The EBITDA, as you like to say, was very strong. Yes. But what it says to me is Darden won mom and pop stores nothing because Darden's able to stay, uh, stay here, have 80% of the volume that they had last year. But the average pizza place, David, what, with the 12 tables? What are we going to do for them? It's do tough. we just make them a casualty of Washington? No. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, and it's a good place for us to actually play some sound from Brian Moynihan, somebody you follow closely. Of course, I sure do. Who runs Bank America. He had some comments on this very subject. Take a listen. The sharp snapback has to be prolonged. In, in my view, the stimulus, though, has to be aimed much more precisely than the past. It, it has to be aimed at the people who are still unemployed. It has to be aimed at the, uh, the performance venues and restaurants. Another round of PPP would be helpful to help those restaurants. There you go, Jim. Look, Brian has gone from being a conservative lawyer who ran a bank that was under the regulator's gun yep. to being, I think, the chief spoke per- spokesperson for what a bank can do to help create change in this country, positive change. Now, I know we all worship at the altar of Jamie Dimon. We, he's captivating. It's like Dave Portnoy. Not really. But when you listen to Brian Moynihan, Brian Moynihan is talking about everything from social justice, the need to be able to help people who are out of work, and ESG. And I, he doesn't get enough credit, so I'm singing his praises. No, listen, it is interesting to watch the transformation of certain executives. He's been in that seat for quite some time, and he is more confident, I think, in his views. He's grown and into his it. willingness to articulate them, which, right, which you see. At first, as you point out, he was a lawyer. He was, probably, he was afraid to say anything. Right? Well, I'm going to be apparently he interviewing Elizabeth Warren as part of uh, Delivering Alpha. She's not a fan of the banks. No, she's not. No, Charlie Scharf on the firing line. Yes, he was. And you mentioned Wells Fargo earlier. Let's take a look at the banks, Jim, um, sure. because we did get those Jeffries numbers, as we pointed out, that were very strong for that company, perhaps pointing with a strong quarter in terms of at least trading and, 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 uh, and uh, currency and commodities, things of that nature, fixed income for the likes of a Goldman or, or Morgan Stanley. Well, Goldman, there was JPM. an upgrade this morning, Goldman. And, and um, I like Goldman the is the only UBS. name that is up amongst the big ones, and Wells Fargo's down again. I mean, well, it is at levels... Decade lows, decade lows. David, let me ask you something. You remember Glenn Fed and Cal Fed? They were trading at 40% of tangible book. Yes. uh, Before they blew up. There was a reason for that, yeah. Well, City, tangible book, 70? Those were trading like like Banco Santander, yeah, like like uh, Deutsche Bank, where the book obviously means nothing. Does the book really mean nothing at Goldman? So scrubbed so often without a lot of loans and credit issues. No, I think it probably, no, I think it is important. Well, then we have to watch that. We do. Now, listen, we still are dealing with a very difficult economy at which you do have to question the credit quality in certain areas, but particularly on the consumer level, particularly maybe in credit card portfolios and things of that nature, not necessarily at a Goldman. Although they have moved, of course, as we know, with Marcus and everything else into that consumer realm, but it's not that larger part of their business. I I, I just want to double, I want people to understand, I have tremendous respect for, for Jamie. 
uh, Jamie, Jamie Dimon. Dimon. He, he's done an unbelievable job, and my travel trust is a big position in J.P. Morgan. I just feel that Brian Moynihan, it, it, he just needs someone like me to say great things. He's so non-promotional. Uh, and Jamie's not either, but Jamie is no... Okay, he's he went through the the torture, as did Brian and Jamie's bank, I think, is radically undervalued. But nobody cares. Uh, Nobody cares. David, look at that. Uh, When you let me know when they ring the bell, when they start to care again, will you do that? Well, I think Goldman is point nine tangible book with a Dave. Do you remember when you were talking about return on tangible equity would never get to six? They're shooting for 12. Efficiency ratio. Did you see the numbers from Jeffries? I think there were 17 percent. Jeffries is unbelievable. There was a very large return on 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 tangible equity there. And you're right. They're in double digits again. That said, I can remember a time, by the way, when these things I mean, some of these small banks, you remember what Cowan and Company got sold for, what, three or four times the book? I know. They Whoa, bought 7.9 million shares, Jeffries, for 128. That's 16.26 they bid. Uh, record net earnings, 268 million. Uh, investment banking did 589 million. Donald gonna, Marin sold Payne Weber to UBS for some incredible multiple of book. What an art collection. What a, I mean, he's no longer with us. He passed away, but he was, uh, he was okay, a great Okay, so what are, the, what are the, the three things that hold up in uh, hyperinflation? I don't know what. Okay. Masterwork art. Okay. Mansions. Okay. And historically gold. So that's why my wife, whom I don't see anymore, but I am still with, I'll point out. Good. Says, listen, we got to buy real estate because in hyperinflation, that's the thing that holds up. That's all you have. You've already got a lot of it. We have way too many houses. And she has a beat on a new one. You got to get art and then you'll build little tunnels for the gold. I lost a lot of art earlier on. In a previous life. Yeah. And or marriage. All right. Um, well, I liked I mean, there was like, you know, nothing, you know Jim, we looked at the laggards on the S&P. Laggards? I want to I come back to Accenture because this is not an insignificant company with one hundred and forty six hundred and fifty billion dollar market value. We had Julie Sweet, the CEO of the company on last week. Um, Who's sort of great, us by an the update. way. Yeah. But they you know, they came in a bit below. I mean, the fourth quarter. Let's just go through some of the True numbers. Miss. And I wonder whether is it reflective of a slowdown in technology spending overall revenues for the fourth quarter, about ten point eight four billion uh, that was down 2% in, in dollars, 1% in local currency. Consulting revenues were down 8% uh, as well, Jim. Outsourcing revenues were up 6%. But, uh, you know, overall, a disappointment. Yeah, I had Frank Calderoni on last night. Now, he's from Anaplan, a small company. But he says that Deloitte doing incredibly well. Uh, that uh, e- e- uh, By the way, EY doing incredibly well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, is it share take? Because uh, EY is having maybe one of the strongest periods it's ever had in its history. So I'm, I am not going to make Accenture to be the reason. I'm not going to make any judgment that tech is slowing down because of Accenture. Which, by the way, if you type the symbol in, David, yeah. ACN, it always spell checks C-A-N. So you have to spell the name of this company. You, oh, really? I yeah. get ACN. Ch- no, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, do you have Apple? No. no. Oh, no. I put it in Try it. Hit, hit, hit up the symbol ACN. See I, if it doesn't come out C-A-N. Trust me. On Apple, you mean? No, oh. no, Accenture. The I symbol, do, I did it right the here. The symbol Come comes out I get it right away. All right, listen, David, we have some work to do. All right? I want to do scripts, and I was just looking for the actual symbol there because somehow I forgot it. They, and the press release that went along with You're it. You're going back to, like, take No, the scripts deal, they're buying Ion. It's $2.65 billion. There it is. And Berkshire's investing $600 million in a preferred. They're getting paid 8% on. Warrants oh, yeah. for 23 million that, shares they at got 13. That with 
Um, take a look at Scripps. I mean, by the way, it looked to be up even more than that. But the market cap of this company is less than a billion. It's a play on national advertising is what it is and sort of creating these national networks, free national networks that uh, they're advertising. Ion, I mean, you may, I don't know if you've ever seen it, a lot of, you know, a lot of those crime procedures. I watch those shows. Yeah. Ion is all those shows that I just sit they there. Are. True I mean, crime. I love true crime. True, right. True crimes. So similar to, um, there's a Turner Network that has a lot of them. Do you ever watch TV Criminal Porn, and, that show on CBS? Criminal what? Oh, I'm sorry, Criminal Minds. No, wrong. no, Got I don't wrong. watch any of them, actually. Okay. David, how about um, AMG? I mean, in one Law and Order, no. if you just walked around the streets of New York, you'd always see some version of Law and Order being filmed. One of them, right? Absolutely. They're a constant presence. Absolutely. And they were a great source of, of, of work Jobs. for a lot of Broadway actors. Um, Jerry Orbach was one of the greats. He was. I saw him he in was. Promises, Promises. He was incredible on Broadway. That's not He was right? a genius. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no one's ever going to write a book about him. No. He was a good right. dancer, surprisingly. He was wasn't. a song and dance man. Yeah. He was triple threat. Okay, um, AMD. David. Wait. All right. We've moved on from scripts. I just, all right. I, wait. Before you get to AMD, I want to come back to a name that you like. Look at him. He's got his hands up. He's, he's like, how can you Hands up, this? gimme, gimme. Where's that? Do you know uh, what that is? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Hands, what? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, the Club yeah. Med. Club Med, yeah. Thank you. Buccaneers um, Cove, my friend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, let's go. Turks and Caicos. Uh, Nicola. Is down 20%. Well, yeah. 20%. The Hindenburg was down about 20%. That's a lot. That's, that stock is quickly moving back to its offering price for the SPAC. Is it time for Gursky and uh, Jeff Hubbard to come on from ValueAct? Maybe a little defense? I, you know, I, I don't know. It might be. It might right? be. Um, the defense question special becomes, teams. They need some special you know, teams. there is so, simply, listen, I know you have your issues with it. I can defend on certain areas of it as well. But when you lose the visionary, do you lose the vision? Well, Maybe the vision's like 40-40. I mean, David. Maybe. I mean, David. And we you, made that same you know, argument, uh, Travis. Oh, don't Remember say Travis Kalanick? Do no, not compare this to Tesla, which Uber, is Uber. a real cut. Uber. Well, Travis yeah. left. Did they, they kind of lost their mojo, didn't they? They did, they did. Yeah, well, he had a different kind of culture. There. He did. He did. And it wasn't necessarily a good one. No, Understood. Meanwhile, David, while, we're, is, you know, while Nikola's, you know, Ro- Rome is burning here. Look well, at this. Those are all your friends over at Robin Hood. I have no friends. Uh, the the uh, just saying. Uh, the, so the market. Wait, what about continue- me? Marginal. Uh, look what look what's leading. I love you. Look what's leading. Lead- I spend more time with you than I do with my wife. Yeah. Look at this Nvidia, David. Once again, you know, Apple. Yeah. Yeah. These are you know the, these these are signs that there are buyers. It's yes. Just they don't want to be aggressive. I say the tail of this tape because you used to ask me. Remember when you used to ask me what's the key to this market? I do. I do. It is Nike because Nike should turn around. It was just such an unbelievable quarter. Nike should turn around. If Nike goes green, then I'm going to say that it's not going to be a hideous day like a lot of people think it is. Watch Broadcom. Really fabulous recommendation. $36 million worth of Broadcom stock bought by by Henry Shmuley, the the, uh, the, uh, chairman the other day. Yes. $36 million. That's real. That's real money. Right? Uh, And who knows whether Secretary Mnuchin doesn't come back and say, you know what, we can make a deal. Well, that and, would be a real positive. And then we get this $150 million Abbott Labs instant test. People. The government gives it to CVS and You're Walgreens us, or Rite Aid, which had a good quarter. And we get people back to school. You're giving us a good news view of the world. I all am right. going yeah. good news I'll today. Give you, when it's I'll all give red, you a bad I, when, one. When it's a sea of green, I go negative. When it's a, Disputed when sky, election results. Huh. Can we move on, Dave? All right, let's get to Bob Bassani. Bob, take it away, please. <laughs> 
Good. Change the topic a little bit. Uh, so futures were down a little bit going into the jobless claims report. Jobless claims were flattish, and the market dropped a little bit on that. That's one problem. The other problem is dollars up four days in a row, folks. That's an interesting trend. We haven't seen that in a little while. And uh, remember, generally weak dollar, and eh, market generally likes weak dollars. So keep an eye on that. Sectors, all 11 basically down this morning, various degrees, but uh, energy, again, leading on the downside, tech, industrials, healthcare, consumer staples, doesn't matter. We had General Mills was up uh, earlier on. Uh, I think we have a real problem here. The average stock is not doing very well. Average stock, what's that? Well, watch the equal weight S&P, uh, the RSP. Uh, that is essentially at its lowest levels since going back to um, sometime in mid-July. That's a downtrend, folks. In fact, there's a lot of stuff in downtrends, essentially. Uh, energy, just look at what's going on in September here. Energy, banks, even technology, small caps. This is the S&P small caps. These are all in downtrends right now. Tech's a pretty big part of the, uh, of the overall market, and so are banks. Uh, tough to move when techs and banks are in a downtrend right now. As for investing styles, I know we love to talk about everything. Growth, value, quality, momentum, low volatility. It doesn't matter whatever investment style you have. They're all rotten in September. Everything's down 5 to 9%, as you can see here. Take your pick. Even value's not doing very well. Uh, you can't blame it on traders for getting worried. I mean, if look at the half dozen buckets that we always talk to, the stuff that moves the markets, okay? I only see one that's been a clear positive in the last few weeks. So the vaccine and treatment, that's number one. That's a positive. We're still getting good news on that. That's good news. But the reopening and stimulus, eh, there's been a lot of negative headlines uh, about the problems getting things through Congress. The Fed may be done. China trade, generally the headlines have been negative on that. Uh, valuation, I think there's a problem here. I think tech stocks have benefited from coronavirus and work from home, but nobody knows how to value them. You guys love talking about Apple. I keep bringing this out. Just look at Apple here in the last couple of months. Apple goes uh, at the end of July from $100 to $138 in the month of August and then goes back all the way down. You see here at $107. So let me get this right. We go from we rally 40 percent in the month of August and then we're down 20 percent in the month of September. Does that make any sense to you for the largest company in the United States? Does that tell you that investors are kind of clueless about how to value Apple? And this is Apple. Imagine everybody else that's much, much smaller and whose uh, earnings trajectory, shall we say, is a little more difficult to figure out. It's no wonder everybody is confused at this point. So when I'm confused, I always call my old buddy Art Cash and ask him what goes on. We did a Trader Talk story on this this morning. Art sort of explains what's going on with the market. But he tells me, you know, you're looking for logic in a market that's not logical. It's momentum driven. They ride the stocks up on the uh, COVID stories, the COVID stocks up like Apple. And then when they get too frothy, they hit sell stops. And the momentum guys have very tight sell stops that they will sell at. And then they move down really fast. That's what happened to Apple. So he's big on watching the sell stops. Why not listen to Art? We're going to have him on at 1130 Eastern time. He's going to explain all of this and why we should worry and not worry. Certain things we should worry about, certain things we should not worry about. My old buddy, Art Cashin, on with us at 1130 a.m. Eastern time. David, back to you. Be good to see. Good to see, Art. Uh, Bob, thank you. I still maintain those, those okay. SoftBank option purchases, which did involve Apple as well, may have had an outsized impact mm -hmm. in that period you were talking about. Thank you, Bob. Let's get over to Rick Santelli now at the CME Group for a check-in on the fixed income markets. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, David. You know, if we look at the notion that, as Bob pointed out, for the most part, we looked at rather stagnant initial and continuing claims, meaning not much change, not much variation from last week, and that really is the point. 
We've stopped making a lot of progress on drops in both the initial and continuing claims. And if you look at an intraday chart of 10-year note yields, it hasn't had a huge range, but the low yields were established right after that 830 release, although we are continuing to melt again. 30-year bonds just slipped under 140, and we want to pay close attention to this next chart. Here's an August 1st chart of 7-year notes. As you see, in early August, they made their all-time low yield close at minus, or excuse me, at 35 basis points. We're now 10 basis points higher than that, and at 1 Eastern, we'll have a record-sized 50 billion auction of those seven-year notes. Dollar index, yes, we've been on a run here. You can even see it in the euro. The euro now, this is a two-day chart. It is at its fifth day in a row down, should it close down today, so four already uh, in the can and now the fifth one is in progress the dollar index if you see on this July chart has really had a nice turnaround it's hovering at two month lows after establishing 27 month lows so two month highs after 27 month lows and finally even against the Chinese currency here's a mid-August look at the dollar versus the onshore Chinese yuan and what's interesting here is also, we are starting to gain some traction after establishing 16-plus month lows against that currency in mid-September. So it's mostly weakness in the euro, but the dollar is starting to gain some momentum to the upside. But it really was the catalyst of weaker euro, and the euro was weaker because of all the spiking COVIDs in Europe. Jim, David, back to you. Thank you, Rick. Rick Santelli. With the Bond Report, well, coming up, Tesla versus the White House on tariffs. We're going to discuss that with 2016 presidential candidate, of course, the former CEO of Hewlett-Packard, Carly Fiorina. That's later this morning on Squawk Alley. Stay with us. United Airlines becoming the first U.S. airline to offer a COVID-19 testing program for travelers. The airline will offer some Hawaii-bound customers rapid coronavirus tests at the airport. That's an effort to get around Hawaii's quarantine requirements. And eventually, it plans to open up even more destinations. Passengers will be responsible for paying for the tests. Ugh. But it's kind of what you're talking about, Jim. Yeah, but they're doing it all wrong. Gary Kelly didn't know about it either. It, it, they're just doing it all wrong. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. What you do is you connect with Abbott Labs. They've got, they're going to have millions and um, hundreds of millions of tests. You, have, you go to CVS or Walgreens the day before. You don't do it at the darn airport. You get, your, you get this just like a ticket, like an e-ticket, and you wave it. What is with United? Are they like technologically? They're Luddites. They're Luddites. This is the way to do it. The government's got 150 million Okay, they're taking the first three, two months, but then we're going to all just want. You don't do a test at the airport. That is ludicrous. You have people get it the day before. You go to Walgreens. It's good for like 24, you know, you get, it gives you a pass, says you're negative. Right. You don't have a viral load instantly. If you're negative, you're negative. Then you wand through. You go that morning. Don't do it at the airport. That makes no sense. And Disney, go set up a deal with CVS, Walgreens, and Abbott. I have to broker all these things, David. I'm doing my own mask contest. Now I'm going to broker this. I get nothing. I make nothing, David. But this is the business I've chosen. Yes, you are very wrapped up in your own mythology. David, I'm the yes. center of my own attention. Yes, you are. Who said that? It's, it's your world. We're just living in it. <laughs> Much more Squawk on the Street straight ahead. Don't go anywhere. Time for Stop Trading. Squawk.
Square. Yes, fintech is on the rise, too. Uh, Square upgraded by Opco. I didn't believe that anybody didn't recommend it, but it's a reassumption of coverage. Got to buy. Square is the stock to watch, David. Why? Because the stock is down 20. This is what I like. Down 20 from the high. Doing incredibly well. And along with PayPal, which got a little negative criticism of Venmo that I thought was unfair, are the two to watch. Because if we get fintech going, David, okay, and we get semi-capital equipment, which is Lamb Research. We get the semis going. We get FANG going. You know what we may have? What? An update. A little early to say that, although the S&P it has paired its losses. We're only down and you know, we can't do it yet. You've you got to have people flip, st- you know, all that stuff. But I, I, I do think that we're a little oversold. And you can pick at things that are down 20, 30 points from a high. Don't be aggressive, please. I do like Nike. You do what? I do like Nike. Yeah, I know you do. You well, said it's the key it's to not, this market. It, it was down up 10 points more than it is now. Right. Uh, um, it was a great quarter. All right, what do we got on Mad? What do you have Santa on Fe. Mad tonight? Santa Fe's uh, another vaccine play. Okay, we uh, think there are going to be vaccines before that day. What are we going to have? Antibodies from Lily mm-hmm. and from Regeneron. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have test, test, test from Abbott. And I got to hook everybody up with Abbott because they're doing all these crazy things. Tests in airports. Please, how about a nationally recognized company with rigor? With rigor, David. But you got to get the test still. So you got to go into your where? Your, your local. You know that. Dr- yes. Your pharmacist can do it. it go, you go like this, okay? Then yep. they put it on a credit card size thing. 50 minutes later, it shows up in your app, and you're free to trade. You go anywhere you want. You go to the Super Bowl with the Eagles. We're going to start getting people back into the stadium. You really think that'll happen? Three months. Three months? Right. Yes. Three months. Well, if the government hadn't bought all 150, 150 million of these things, yeah. David, I have to go, but you know what? I'm going to hand it off to you for the 10. Well, thank you. And don't go too far. I won't. I'm a here. lot I want to talk don't to you about, about later. Okay. Thanks, Jim. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.